If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to this week's episode of Is This Place Haunted? Amazing. Well done. What ASMR? By the way, I don't mean to be an old woman, but what is it? What is that? Oh. You do kept you not, saying it. Do you not know what ASMR is? I probably do, but remind me. It's the people who do like noises like that. Are they like oh, is whispering it? to a microphone? Because some people get chills from it. Oh, yeah, actually. I was on TikTok one night and I came across yeah. something And it, I have to say, I found it quite disturbing. Is it I quite like I like some of it. Some of it gives me, like, the shivers. Some of it oh, I don't it's... like. Um, but some of it, it feels like... Do you know what I love having my back tickled? <gasps> do you like having your back tickled? Um, yeah, probably. If it's somebody oh, I like. Oh, like... A, love it and it kind of gives you that shivery feeling that's kind of what asmr makes me feel like sometimes i get that i get that there's certain sounds that i don't like though that i'm like oh this makes me feel really uneasy but some sounds are quite like um there's cleaning asmrs i like those ones what oh when you're cleaning the house so people do stuff like they'll rinse out sponges and it's like the water drips oh stuff like that God, no, I didn't know about this. I'm going to look oh up. Oh my God, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Should look into it. Maybe you'll love it. I might do. I certainly did. Uh, there was a girl that came on. She was doing, She was like, oh, I, and I was actually like, what's what she doing? Like, and then 
<laughs> they make so much money though, so maybe we should be like You don't like, like it, it's not for you, you don't like it's it anymore. I'm honestly I'm so vanilla, honestly, it's like unbelievable. I'm like, oh I don't like anything like that. Uh, I feel like as well we're having a bit of a laugh because this week if you've clicked on the episode you're going to see it's Haunted Dolls. It's quite a creepy one. It's going to be quite a creepy one. So I can imagine. Quite nice to have some light-hearted fashion of ASMR. Bantos. I um, I hate Haunted Dolls or I hate dolls in general. Like I never liked them because I'm a tomboy but also when I was young, my mom used to have like dolls from when she was young, like in my granny's house and stuff like that. And I always thought they were so weird looking, but they, were, they had such intense eyes. And I was always like, oh, not. I feel like they can watch you as well from like every angle. You shared a TikTok the other day that, that actually freaked me out. The one about, was it you that shared it with me when it was like all the the dolls moving and stuff? Did you not share oh, that with me? Probably yes it, it was up, i think it was me yeah it came up and it was like this girl who'd bought all these like haunted dolls on like whatever and like they all literally were like moving and stuff and i was like fuck that like who buys I know. that i know i know i can't well somebody i know from new zealand was telling me about when they're staying in a room and there was like floor to ceiling of porcelain dolls <laughs> that's awful i would die that's like a fetish, practically. Oh, I think it was a grandparent, so probably oh, sexual limitations, but still, still. Um, I got a porcelain doll when I was, must have been about seven um, for one of my birthdays, and it was called Olivia, and I can remember I put it, like, way in the back of my, my wardrobe at the top, so I couldn't see it. They're quite disturbing. I was freaked out even at seven, before you even know anything creepy about them so i i personally don't get the dolls thing there's mm. a huge thing on tiktok though of people who have haunted dolls i'm sure yeah it's been me sending you them but have you seen some of the haunted dolls people have and like they'll move about and like one of them is literally shaken in the box yeah that's that i'm sure that's is that the one you're talking about and it was like she kept going through all her haunted dolls and they were all literally doing shit they were like moving their eyes or moving their hands and i would be like i am i would never i would never have that in my house you kidding oh did i send you the tiktok or have you seen tiktoks i think i did send it to you of the guy staying in the clown motel you might have done i I sent it today oh i've not seen i've not been on tiktok today do you go through so i don't have my notifications on tiktok turned on because i would probably lose years of my life so I'll literally go on either once every one to two weeks and then I'll go down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. and then I'll just read myself in. So you're going to have a few because today was my day. All right, good. I'll look forward to that. Although I don't. Ugh. There's some funny ones in there. To All right, up. okay. But the guy, he stayed in the Clown Motel. Have you seen the Ghost Adventures episode where they go into the Clown Motel? I have. That it does one. Move, it? Yeah, and he, so every stay... You can get a EMF detector with the stay, and you can mm-hmm. go and explore in the graveyard. And his was going off, and in his bedroom there was like Pennywise on one wall, and a, another clown on another. I was like, no, I'm like, I don't have an irrational fear of clowns. Like, I know that people do have that, but I don't. Like, I don't really give a shit. But wh- why would you put yourself through that? 
I don't think I would sleep. No, I wouldn't. Ha- having said that, um, do you remember that year where there was like killer clowns that were just like yeah. knives? That's that's a fear. I'm more scared of that. Aye, oh, that's just pure crazy people cutting about with knives. Honestly, it is. Uh, but yeah, we we are doing. Well, I'm going to do haunted dolls this week. We are not fans personally of haunted dolls. Nope. I would never, ever buy one or want one or want to see one. Me neither. But this is a fabulous topic. I've actually really enjoyed researching it. It's really freaked me out. It does intrigue me. I would never buy one, but I am intrigued. Um, especially the ones that are on like Etsy and eBay. I'm like, are they genuinely haunted or are these people just mastermind business business people? I'm going to look this up. Oh, don't worry. I've got links. I've got stories. <laughs> Oh, nice. All I'll be yeah. What do you think of when I say haunted dolls? Um, I guess the most popular or most significant one would be the what's it called doll? Annabelle doll. Mm-hmm. Which isn't at all what I thought it looked like. I remember when I first saw it on like Ghost Adventures or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, that's Robert. The Raggedy Ann. Yeah, I was like, oh, is that what it looks I like? I personally think it looks more creepy though, because it's more real. Like mm-hmm. you could picture that being on a wee girl's bed. Totally, totally. No. Um and yeah, that's it. I don't know any other ones. So I there was so much to cover. So mm-hmm. I have decided to cover a couple of famous dolls. So Annabelle's one, and the mm-hmm. other one is Robert the Doll. Oh, I know yes, I know Robert the Doll as well. Probably Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures, we did something on our Instagram, a little info thing about that about um um, so I've done them, I've looked into them and had to stop there, got a bit freaked out, came back and I looked up haunted dolls that we can we can buy, like listeners can buy, oh my God. So the, the stores that they're in and the descriptions of them. So some of them are advertised as demonic and some of them are advertised as positive spirits. So you can buy them if you want. I personally like I'm not, but also like got to give credit where credit's due. This is where I got the information from. It was from these dolls. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I got some experiences, personal stories of people who have had a honey doll. Amazing. So, oh, it's going to be scary. Yeah. One of our listeners actually messaged like, oh no, is it going to be haunted dolls? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> enjoy i gave a sneaky little clue on our instagram tonight so it's saturday i gave a sneaky little clue i put a photo of robert up um and our friend from spooky island radio also got it oh we need to get in contact with andy about that do, we love andy. maybe do you think he would buy a haunted doll i feel like it's something he might have the balls to do i don't know he's quite sensible so maybe not yeah i know to be fair no i don't think he would Hey guys, it is Olivia here. I am just going to pop a little trigger warning in here for the whole episode. There is going to be mention of demons, dark spirits, demonic possession, things like that from start to finish, to be perfectly honest with you. So if that's something that you find triggering or difficult to listen to, here is your warning. Okay, so first I'm going to speak about Robert the Doll. So Robert the Doll is housed in East Martell Museum in Key West, Florida. 
I'll put photos on our Instagram so you can go and look. But Robert the doll, I don't know if you know what he looks like, Lauren, but he doesn't look like I don't think Annabelle looks very ominous, but this one does. He's like a. I don't mind him. He's like a little sailor, isn't he, or something? Yeah, but he, the way that his face is pinned on almost looks like screws in his face. It's giving me like Friday the Thirteenth vibes. Oh, really? Oh. Anyway, so he was owned by a man called Robert Eugene Otto, who was a painter and author who was also from Key West. The doll was made in Germany and brought over as a gift by this man's grandfather, who was on holiday there in 1904. So it is old. And it lived in their family home for all of his life, even though he moved out of that family home for college and things like that for a total of 44 years. But he did move back to that house with his wife and then they both died there. After their deaths, the home was bought in 1974 by a lady called Myrtle Ritter. And the, they, she bought the house and the doll was in it. So she, the doll was hers. Mm-hmm. And then the doll was donated 20 years later to its current home in the museum in 1994. I'll go into more detail about what happened in those 20 years. So Robert is currently 118 years old. Oh my God. From people who were close to Robert, I'm going to... It's hard... To, because I'm using them interchangeably. So I'm going to call Robert Eugene Otto, the owner Otto from now on, just to save confusion. So from people who were close to Otto, they reported that he was almost strangely close to the doll to an unhealthy level. He carried it everywhere with him. He would speak about him and to him as if he was a living entity rather than a doll or a toy. The origins of the doll can be traced back to the Stife family, who were the very first to manufacture a teddy bear. And it was in honour of Theodore Roosevelt, which I didn't know was the origin of the teddy bear. Mm, nice. Yeah. Robert's outfit that you were you said as well was a sailor's outfit, and it was probably something similar to one that Otto would have worn as a child. So the doll wasn't purchased with that outfit. I think his granddad got that especially. And apparently as a child, Otto used to blame Robert for any mischievous happenings. And it started off harmless. And eventually some adults remarked that strange things happen. And school children who were walking by their house, so they lived in a big kind of stately home. And school children who walked by their house could see Robert the doll housed in the window. And they could see him appear and then he would disappear. And then he'd pop back again when nobody was in the house. After they died and Myrtle bought the house in 1974, she would hear footsteps scuttling around the attic where Robert was. She heard giggling and like children running about. People in the house said apparently that Robert, the doll's expression, would get angry if anybody badmouthed him. <laughs> so it like, makes him laugh so much, like, like suddenly a little cross face on him. <laughs> like, keep my name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Knowing what he looked like I'd be like but we're like I'd laugh I'd be like ah. literally you'd be cursed <laughs> you've got a hex coming your way <laughs> oh, don't don't honestly I see I I wouldn't even look up these dolls because you sent me stuff earlier or I saw it earlier when you were posting things and I was like oh god I don't even like looking at them I know they're they are horrible to look at um so yeah she would hear kind of giggling and scuttling around and like I said people could see that apparently his expression change There's a few things in here that I think could probably be explained and that's kind of a common theme throughout this. But a lot of it is creepy as well. So Myrtle would find Robert in different places and she'd left him. He would move about the house by himself. And after 20 years of this, Myrtle had enough. 
and donated him to the museum. And he has been there since then, since 1994. So he's almost lived there as long as I've been alive. Alive? Why did I add a D at the end of alive? I don't know. I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> um, so now Robert the Doll is a celebrity. He has merch. Oh my God. Merch. People flock to see him and he gets one to three letters per day. Day. That's People bring wild. sweets for him. People send parcels to him. And the museum staff are like, this is horrendously inappropriate. This is a doll. Like, <laughs> they're not for it. They're like, we're not going to like chance eating what you send. We don't know what's in it. So we just have all this stuff. Anyway, he gets a yearly checkup in which his caretaker takes him out of the case that he's in just to check that the humid heat of Florida hasn't got to him. So he's very well loved and very well looked after. But why are people so obsessed with Robert? Like, none of this story is a really solid, haunted story. Mm-hmm. Is he haunted? Is he cursed? As stated before, Otto, the, the man who was his owner, was weirdly enamoured with Robert, kind of beyond a toy vibe. And Robert was said to have somewhat of a hold over Otto and kind of loud, brisk, violent noises could be heard coming every night from Otto's bedroom. Furniture would be thrown, overturned, his toys would be ripped apart. And um, whenever the family came into his room, he was like crouched on his bed, shaking and scared. And whenever they asked what happened, he would only ever say, Robert did it. So that's why Robert was housed in the attic from there on. He was banished. Um, Any servants in the house quit, apparently, because they couldn't deal with things that happened in the attic. And um, despite him being banished to the attic, he would still be found throughout the house. He would move himself. Footsteps would be running through the house. Giggles would be heard in the middle of the night. He was just loving having an empty. He was like, what? <laughs> so now he's locked in a cage. Are things any different in the museum? Apparently things have gotten stronger. So people are maybe theorizing that because he's had so much exposure to more people, he's getting such high amounts of attention, that he has become more powerful. There's been talk about voodoo, the fact that he's cursed or can inflict a curse. Because of this very strict advice given to any visitors of the museum, you must speak to Robert in a polite way and you must ask permission to take a photograph of him. The reason why is people who haven't suffer tragic misfortune. The display behind him is tiled with letters from previous visitors asking for forgiveness from Robert because as soon as they've gone home after not respecting him, they've had death, they've had disease. They've had divorced, amongst other things, after visiting him. And there are over 1,000 letters. Oh, my God. So that is the story of Robert the Doll, who we profoundly respect and love. 100%. So that's him. Are we ready for Annabelle? Mm-hmm. Now, I would argue that Annabelle is probably the most famous haunted doll. There's a whole movie franchise about her. The real doll, as we spoke about, though, is a Raggedy Ann doll. And this doll is known for the involvement with the, the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who investigated it. So they helped a student nurse called Donna, who was given the doll in 1971 as a birthday gift from her mum 
She asked for help from the Warrens because the doll began to behave in a strange manner. The owner, Donner, Donner? <laughs> Donner Kebab. <laughs> Do you know her? <laughs> Donner Kebab? Like, I love a Donner. I think I'm losing my mind, but I'm just picturing a big Donner. Just picturing, I'm picturing Donner on the, like a rotating kebab holder. Like, <laughs> Not Donna, Donna. Donna. <laughs> um, asked for help from the Warrens after the doll behaved strangely. She tried to explain away any of the weird things that were happening until a psychic medium said that the doll had a spirit of a girl named Annabelle inside it. She said the spirit was completely benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. She was a young girl who had died tragically. And Donna was, <laughs> not Donna, Donna was a nurse, a student nurse, and was very caring, and they felt bad for the spirit. And when I say they, I mean Donna and her flatmate Angie. They were both nurses. So they kind of had this empathetic vibe to look after the doll. So they kind of tried to take after it, look after it. And things began to get much darker. Behaviour began small. It was noises, it was knocks, there were sounds of footsteps. They would try and kind of brush over it and explain it away as much as they could. They would set Annabelle upright in the living room sofa. And that was fine when she first moved in. But eventually after they came home from work, they would find Annabelle in the bedroom with the door closed. All these dolls love in the empties, honestly. <laughs> then they began to find notes written around their apartment. And a really weird detail of this is that the notes were written on baking or parchment paper, which neither of the girls had ever, ever bought. So they didn't even know where it came from. So the notes said, help us. And one of them even said, help Lou. And Lou was the name of Angie, the flatmate's boyfriend. Lou was physically attacked by the spirit of Annabelle when the apartment was empty apart from him and his girlfriend. So they heard someone moving about Donna's bedroom she was at work at the time. So their first concern is, oh my God, somebody's broken in. There's an intruder. And he went to go and look at the scene, but there was no evidence of anybody forcing entry. Annabelle was lying on the ground face up. <gasps> then he was hit by a feeling of impending doom, which by the way, can be a symptom of a heart attack. It's that all encompassing feeling that something bad is going to happen. Quite a lot of people who are having a heart attack have that feeling. And all of a sudden he had a burning sensation in his chest and his agony. And then he looked and there was distinct claw marks dug into his skin. There was no one else in the room there apart from him and Annabelle. So this was kind of the final straw. And they consulted a priest called Father Hegan and he alerted his superior who then alerted the Warrens. And they believed the problem lay in the girl's caring nature. The sympathetic kindness that they had given the evil spirit had only empowered Powered the spirit to prey upon them even more. And this is a quote from the Warrens about it. Spirits do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. An inhuman spirit can attach itself to a place or object, and this is what occurred in the Annabelle case. This spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. Truly, the spirit was not looking to stay attached to the doll. It was looking to possess a human host. So it was probably seen these lovely caring girls and thought, bingo, 
people mm-hmm. often possess. So they formally classified this case as a demonic possession due to the following three signs, which are apparently cardinal signs of a demonic possession of an inanimate object. So teleportation, the doll was moving on its own. Materialization, the 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 parchment or baking paper notes being found and the mark of the beast in quotes which was the clawed chest on Lou and they had the apartment exercised and they removed Annabelle and housed her in a secure case in their occult museum where she has stayed since apart from in that episode of Ghost Adventures where Zach Bagans has massive balls touches her <laughs> so the Warrens reported that just a- minutes after they took Annabelle paranormal activity ramped up Annabelle was strapped into the back seat in their car on the journey to the Warden's Occult Museum. And during the drive, the brakes in the car failed or stalled multiple times. And there was nearly fatal car accidents that would have happened. Ed grabbed holy water, which he carried in his kind of work bag, and doused Annabelle in it. And then the brakes began to work again. Once they were back in the house, they said they saw the doll levitating and transporting independently around the house. So they locked her in a room in the outdoor building, the outhouse, and she began to turn back inside the house, turn back up. So they had had enough also. So they had a specially made case with glass and wood, and it has the Lord's Prayer and St. Michael's Prayer inscribed on it. And until his death, Ed said, I think, weekly prayers over Annabelle's case to ensure the spirit remained in that case. One creepy incident with Annabelle involved a priest who visited the Warrens Museum and he was quite dismissive and quite flippant towards the Warrens and the doll, almost kind of making fun of the fact that they believed she was a demonic entity. Ed warned the priest and said, you know, you can't laugh about this dark power. But again, the priest kind of just laughed it off and he nearly died in a car accident on the way home. (gasps) He claimed to see Annabelle in his rearview mirror just before being hit. Another is that of a visitor of the occult museum who knocked on the glass of Annabelle's case. He laughed at people who warned him and those who believed in her, kind of belittling their fears. Oh my God, shut myself. It's just marmalade in the background. On the way home, he died instantly after his motorcycle crashed headfirst into a tree. He was oh with his God. girlfriend at the time who said he had just been joking about the Annabelle doll. So after you, you've heard all of this, would you ever buy a haunted doll? Would I ever buy a haunted doll? Are you kidding? Yeah, no, me neither. I wouldn't. <laughs> However, if you do want to, you can actually buy haunted dolls online. So Etsy and eBay have designated users um, who have stores where you can purchase haunted dolls. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is a doll called Morvena. So this is from Bewitchery UK. It's an Etsy store. Just want to give full credit to all these descriptions. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a positive stroke neutral kind of spirit. So this is the description they've given. Bound to this doll is Morvena, the spirit of a young girl who drowned in a storm surge. We have made the recent discovery that she is most active during storms and when it rains heavily. And during these times, her energy is often negative. However, she can be brought to peace with offerings of roses. Same. And over time, 
she will form a bond with her keeper. Her energy is often sad, but overall she needs love and attention. Through communicating with her using Ouija rods and pendulum, as well as psychic readings, we discovered that Morvena was a child who had a deep connection to the sea, and she lived in Cornwall, England. She spent much of her time near the coast, where she would watch the waves and listen to the sound of the wind in the trees. However, one fateful and stormy day, a storm surge swept her away. She was unable to return to the safety of land. She showed us images of the deep grey clouds and the ferocity of the ocean, as well as the sense of helplessness as she was dragged further and further out to sea. Despite the tragic circumstances of her death, Morvena's spirit is still full of wonder and curiosity. She is drawn to the energy of other spirits and is particularly fond towards children and animals. She is a very loving and nurturing spirit and will form a bond with her keeper over time. With Morvena, patience is a virtue. In terms of activity, Morvena is most active during storms and when it rains and her energy can often be negative and angry or sometimes even scared. However, she can be brought to peace with offerings, like I said, and words of comfort help. And that can help to calm her energy. She is known to manifest as a shadow figure, as well as make tapping noises. She may use clear sentience to communicate with her keeper. That's the sensation that you feel something, isn't it? Instead of clairvoyance where you see it's real. Mm -hmm. Overall, Morvena is a beautiful and mysterious doll that needs a loving home to bring her to peace. So you want to buy her, Lauren? No. No? I, I, no. I don't, okay. No. What about this doll? Louisa. This is the same store. It's from Bewitchery UK. This beautiful vessel withholds the spirit of a young girl called Louisa. Louisa was given to us as part of a larger coll- collection, which we took into rehome. Immediately, it was clear to us that her energy was positive. We used dowsing rods in a spirit box to determine that she was nine years old and she grew up in the Yorkshire countryside around the 1940s. She appears to have died from a sickness. Louisa has a curious attitude and can be very playful at times. You may feel a light gust of wind pass you or notice a shadow or light figure in the corner of your eye. She also sometimes communicates phrases or will giggle on the spirit box and she has even lit up cat balls when she is active. She likes to have her vessel, like the doll, placed in an area where she can feel she's part of your family and be by a window where she can watch the outside days pass by. As a child spirit, she likes the offerings of toys, teddies, and some TV shows and sweets. There's so many. Like, there's so many. Next doll is, um, so this is a store called Dark, Dark Dolls 13 on Etsy. And this is about a doll called Tiffany. So, and I'm going to put, by the way, I'm going to put the links in the show notes just in case somebody's listened to this and wants, for whatever reason, to purchase a haunted doll. Not for me, but do you? (laughs) So, Tiffany is a sweet, curious spirit with a desire to explore. She likes to be included in film nights in the home and may sometimes just like to sit, read and listen to music. She is quite open with her music tastes and will listen to almost everything. Since Tiffany was little, she wanted to be famous, although her problem was that she wasn't too good at anything in particular. She admits she was average at most things, but had the desire. She's an eager, excitable spirit and finds it easy to settle in and make friends. She lost her direction several times in life, and the majority of the time she had no idea where she was going or her life plan. Tiffany will do stuff that she likes to do and sometimes not think about the future. She would go to all different places just to try new places. 
she would immerse herself in books. She loved to read. She would save up her pocket money and spend it on books. Some things about her, she hates socks (laughs) and may try to move them or hide them. She's scared of butterflies and moths. Same. Really? Same girl, yeah. They're like my two biggest phobias. I like butterflies. Uh, (gasps) Are you serious? It's so beautiful. No, I can't. I can't deal with them coming near me. I hate them. (laughs) Butterflies? I hate them. I hate them. It's the wings. I don't like it. Don't like it. Anyway, she's obsessed with tacos and food plushies. She's a Sagittarius star sign. Um, I'm just looking the best ways to communicate with her. Flashing ball, pendulum, psychic, Ouija board and seances. She died when she was 13 and was hit by a car, passed away from shock. Uh, activity they've captured is cold spots, cold chills, moving items, particularly socks. And she tends to hide items she doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a few more dolls. And I can post links to them um, that I was going to read. But actually, they're kind of spooking me out. They're kind of spooking me out, some of the stuff, because we're getting into the really dark dolls who are demonic. Okay. Or will I read a demonic one? I don't know. What does it say? I'm like... I can't tell you unless I read it. Well, I'll just read one. There's only two. Okay. This is a store called Mystic Magics, and this is Ergath. Ergath? Ergath is what it says. Ergath. Today I present to you Ergath, who is an Abaddonic demon. Before you agree to adopt them, what? Are you saying bad people names? No, it's a type of demon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Why is that bad? I don't know, I don't like saying things like that. I'll read it once, I won't say it again. All right. It's important that you know what type of spirit she is. Just because she isn't a good spirit doesn't mean she's going to cause harm. Her blood contract will ensure that she serves no harm to her keeper and loved ones. Trust me, I wouldn't have brought her into my own home otherwise. All of these types of demons have an element of sadism about them. The truth is, she will enjoy torturing your enemies but she will also do so with a sense of respect and fairness. She is not an indiscriminate killer or torturer. Killer! But rather, she is a being who knows how to to extract the most pain from her victims whilst leaving them alive to suffer as long as possible. This can be helpful when you have someone in your life who needs to be taken care of gently. I, I don't class this as gentle. Me neither. However, these beings lack free will. To put it simply, the process required to bind beings like this prevent them from harming their keeper. It's part of their blood contract required to place them in the vessel you see in the photos. So while she has the capability to enact great harm on others, you can be 100% assured that she will not harm you. And if she breaks the contract, her spirit will be taken into the abyss. My God. And then it goes on to to describe the demon um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read all this out because i don't want to i'm so super i'm so again do you know even when i used to watch most haunted back in the day and i know i've said this in another episode i would turn it down when they mentioned stuff like this i'd be like i'm not listening to that shit i'm not bringing it into my life no way like i'm and we are predicted by 
a divine light we're fine but that word that i said at the start the type of demon translates to destroyer or decimator so that's the type of demon they are you can buy that online if you want unless it was like and by the way they'll give you the lottery numbers there's no fucking way i would buy something like that no even then i wouldn't no me neither so there was another story, but I'm not going to read it because it's getting dark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too freaked out. I need to go and have dinner in a minute as well. And I want, I'm oh. I a shower. Oh, I know I've already done all that. Okay, so I'm going to read some personal stories from people who have had or, you know, had experiences of haunted dolls or owned one. Okay, so the first one is by somebody called Alicia Darko. And <laughs> Alicia Dixon. Alicia Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> um, the boy can dance or whatever that song was called <laughs> I will put the link to this reddit so if I've not said their username you can go and you know I'm not not crediting you if you're listening and it was you that's basically my point okay so when I was around 10 or so I was terrified of the Chucky doll from the movie Child's Play I can't say Child's Play without hearing it in Nicki Minaj's voice mm-hmm. one day my grandma gave me a doll that had the same red hair why would you do that to somebody who was scared of Chucky? That's wild. It didn't look exactly like him, but I associated him with Chucky because of the hair and because he was a doll. Anyway, I used to be scared to death of it. And one day I put it outside on a swing set and left it there. I went to bed that night and I woke up in the morning with it sitting on my dresser. <gasps> I asked everyone in the house if they had brought it into my room and they said no. Unless it was my brother playing a trick on me, but I highly doubt it. That happened a few times with the doll where I would leave it somewhere and then the next time it'd be a completely different spot. Eventually I threw it away, but oh my God, I was so scared. This is quite a common theme with dolls. The next one is by God of Cat. So it says, I don't have a fear of dolls, but old antique dolls are pretty scary. When I was about seven years old, I had a lot of stuffed animals, still do. And I remember there was this Barney the Dinosaur doll in my dresser. And it was staring at me and then fell off the edge of my dresser. I picked it up, put it back at the put it at the back of the dresser. And a little bit later there was a small sound like something fell. And Barney, the fucking possessed dinosaur, was on the ground again. So being seven, I put the guy back on my bed at the end of it. I woke up in the morning and he was on my chest, staring at me. <gasps> that scared the shit out of me. No wonder. I know. This is another story. So my mother had a collection of dolls when she was a child, but I had a very abusive stepfather who burned all but one. I have the one she salvaged and I called her Amy and I've always felt positive vibes from her. I guess my grandmother and aunts noticed how proudly I displayed Amy and they started buying me expensive dolls from my own collection. That is a nightmare. Yeah, that's shit. One doll in particular gave me a very strange feeling of being watched. I named her Catherine. She was taller than the other dolls and I always swore that she moved slightly every so often. And never enough to cause any massive alarm, but enough for me to realise something was off. She was on one end of my display being the tallest. Amy was at the other end since she didn't have a doll stand and she had to sit. One night I had a nightmare about Catherine trying to kill Amy. When I came home from school that afternoon, Catherine was turned facing Amy's direction. 
and Amy was slumped over instead of sitting up. Needless to say, Amy was moved off of the display and took up a new residence with my American Girl doll, which was the only doll I actually ever played with. Amy was a permanent fixture in the Shea Long in my in my house that my neighbours had given me. And after that, that Catherine's weird feeling went away. Another story. So when I was growing up, my house was always uncomfortable. There was always something off about it. And I had a lot of unexplainable experiences living there. As time went on and I got older, I started to put away my toys. But one stayed until the almost very end. A Vermont teddy bear my mum had given me when I was very small. These are expensive pairs. The average price is around $60 with basic joints so the limbs and head can swivel. Oh, I feel like this is going to end up bad. I loved it more than any other toy and so I can only explain what happened as my house turning it against me. At first it was the feeling of being watched by it. However, I always had the feeling of being watched in that house, so I ignored it. Next came the distinct feeling that it was in different positions when I came back. Not the other end of the room, but its head would be pointing a different way, or it would be on the wrong side of my bed. Then one night, I was laying in bed. The bear was laying next to me, flat on its back. I heard a noise in the hallway and sat up. When I turned around, the bear was sitting up next to me with its head turned and its arms outstretched like it was trying to grab me. I fell out of the bed trying to get some distance between me and the bear. The next day I packed up any toy with a face left in my room and put it in the crawl space. But being sentimental, I put the bear up on a shelf firmly wedged between books and other keepsakes. And it never moved again, but it didn't stop the house from making us feel unwelcome in our own home. Another story. I've only got a couple more. We're nearly done, guys. The scariness is nearly over. These are so freaky, by the way. No, no. <laughs> so, like... new doll came home. Weird noises started, and things moved by themselves. My niece got a little doll as a gift last year, and it was from a family member who has not such a good reputation with us. That person has tried to use local witchcraft stuff towards my family in the past. <laughs> not that I believe much about it, but it's still family, so. My sister accepted it and we took the doll home. Rookie error. <laughs> Everything was fine before that was in the house. My bedroom is located next to the living room while the others are a bit further away. Crossing the living room in the hallway. I only come home for the holidays. I'd been there a week and everything was normal. I get to hear a lot of noise coming from the upper floor. Ew, the upper floor. We have a dog there and from the neighbours because my room is directly above their backyard. The night we brought the doll, everything was quiet, because it was the day after New Year's. Everybody was sleeping after the celebrations, and I was on my laptop talking to some friends. Suddenly, I hear footsteps right outside my bedroom. It didn't bother me, because it could have been my sister's husband. They were heavy footsteps, like boots or kind of men's shoes. It sounded like they were crossing the hallway, then the living room, and then they finished in the kitchen. And immediately I heard the water in the kitchen sink running and the sound of dishes being washed. It was odd because it was 1.15am, but I thought it might have been somebody washing baby bottles. I kept on listening and after five minutes I heard my niece's playground being dragged from the hallway to where it was being kept in the living room. It makes a very distinctive noise and I'm very sure that that's what I heard. 
The noise kept going for a good 10 minutes or so. And I wrote my sister to find out if everything was okay. I got no response. After that, I kept hearing these footsteps. My dog was very nervous and barked at me whenever I tried to open the door to check what was happening. So I stayed in my room. I checked the time and it was now 1.43 a.m. The sounds were still going until they suddenly stopped. I went to sleep trying not to think about it. The next morning, my sister calls me on my phone and tells me to get out of my room. I did. I went to the hallway and my mum's sister and her husband were there. My sister asked me if I had put my niece's stroller in front of her bedroom door and if I had moved her playground station. I said no and told them all about the noises. I thought they weren't going to believe me, but it turns out that my sister came out of her came out of her bedroom in the morning. She found the stroller moved. She put it back in the right place, went to get baby bottles and then went back to the room. After that, her husband got out to drink some water and then found the stroller again in front of the door. He moved it and then on his way back, asked my sister why she'd put the stroller there. They noticed there was something very weird about the situation. They saw my text from last night and decided to call me. We started to freak out a bit and I randomly grabbed the doll that was on the stroller and we noticed a strong smell emanating from it, like a dry saliva. It was nauseating. It wasn't there the night before and nobody had touched the thing. It was still in a gift bag. My sister's husband got scared about that fact and decided to throw away the doll. That night, everything was calm again. My God. I know. This is the last story. Um, And this is on a separate post by somebody whose username is Abandoned Explorer. Uh, I got this doll at a yard sale. It caught my eye as I was driving past it. It was on a chair with a piece of paper taped to its chest that said Haunted, take it, it's free. That's how you know you're at your wit's end. (laughs) You're just like, it's free, take it, take it. I found it funny and asked the owner why she thought it was haunted. She told me that she had bought it at a thrift store after her dogger. (laughs) After her dogger experience. (laughs) What's wrong with me? After her daughter begged for it, not doggers. As they were driving back home, her daughter gave her the name Violet. The next day, she hears another girl's voice arguing with her daughter in the living room. She went to check and saw her daughter sitting on the couch watching cheap TV with Violet beside her. She asked her who she was talking to and she said Violet. A week later, while her daughter was at a friend's house, she again begins to hear a girl's voice coming from her daughter's bedroom. She goes to check and sees Violet sitting in the middle of the room. She grabs Violet, puts her on the bed and walks out. As she begins walking to the kitchen, she tells me she saw magnetised letter on her refrigerator begin to spell out hi. Oh my god. No, I would run. I would run. Then a music box in her living room starts to play and the door to her daughter's room slams shut. She grabbed her keys and left the house in a hurry. She waited outside until her husband came back home. When they open the door, they see Violet in the living room sitting on the coffee table in front of one of her daughter's colouring books. As her husband takes one step inside, the pages of the book start to flip frantically by itself until it flies across the room. After that, her husband grabbed Violet, threw her in the shed where it stayed until this morning of the yard sale. She looked me in the eyes and said, take it, we don't want it in our lives anymore. I was sold. (laughs) What? I'd be like, 
And how much is that other thing? <laughs> I'd be like, do you know what? I'll take those tea light, honey. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Thanks. I was skeptical, but I loved the story. Plus it was free. There's not amount of money that you could pay me to take that. No. I took it home and placed it right beside my bed on the nightstand. No. Almost a month went by without experiencing anything until one night I felt someone sit at the foot of my bed. <gasps> I turned the lights on but didn't see anything. I live alone with no pets, so I was startled. Oh, it's no. getting worse. Okay, I'm nearly done, nearly done. A couple of days later, I was in the kitchen making a sandwich when I hear a disembodied girl's voice whisper, hey, over my shoulder. I ran towards the corner of the living room, grabbing my chest because I felt like my heart was going to explode. Later that night, as I was laying on my couch, I hear giggling coming from my bedroom. I get up, walk inside, and I see Violet sitting on my bed. I was creeped out. I always kept her on the nightstand, and there she was on my bed. And at this point, I've started to leave the woman's story. So I brought an EMF detector. I've seen them on ghost shows before, so I thought I'd give them a try. It got near Violet and I got constant high readings from her. I was intrigued, so I bought a spirit box and attempted to communicate with her. After two weeks of nothing but static from the spirit box, I finally got a high, followed by get the thing. I was excited, so I went back to the previous owner. I told her about my experiences and investigations on Violet. I asked if there's anything that the doll might have been attached to. She told me that it was a music box that went off. I asked her if she still had it and she gave it to me. After about a week of on and off spirit box sessions, I finally got the girl's laugh. Followed by something that sent a chill down my spine. A man's oh. voice. I don't know, I feel like we're on a roller coaster here. I'm really I'm nearly done. A man's voice that said devil. Don't immediately I thought of the theory of demons disguising themselves as little girls in order to get in a vulnerable state. I didn't want to take a chance, so I grabbed the doll, threw it into my backyard, and it landed face first. The next morning, I decided to take the doll and put it into a storage unit. Just get rid of it! Say to Skip, what the fuck? I opened the back door, and I see it sitting down a few feet closer, staring right back at me. Get the fuck. I grabbed it and put it in storage. Now it's been about two weeks, the activity has stopped, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about Violet. I have this urge to open the storage room, close the door behind me and do another spirit box box session. But my gut tells me not to do it as I feel I'm messing with something evil and I don't want to risk having an attachment. So for now, I'm going with my gut feeling and I'll leave her in there. I'm sorry. Sorry, That's the end of the episode. (laughs) On that lovely note. I'm probably like, I never get scared at our episodes ever, right? I'm normally just like, right, babe, see you later. But tonight I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to watch the, the funniest thing I can find. Me too, babes. We're both alone. And like, I'm going to have to have like the most luxurious shower. Me too. That really spooked me out. Nah. Also, who does that? Yeah, I'll take it. It's free after all. Lol. <laughs> get the fuck. Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want a doll even if it wasn't funny for free. I'd be like, no, you can keep it, babes. I've got palpitations. I can't believe like, that. Like, listen, we're protected. We should put a trigger warning in front of this episode, by the way. Yeah, let's do that. 
um, yes. especially before these stories. Yes. Well yeah. done, though. That well, was great. I feel like that was a roller coaster. If you've made it to the end, well done. I think this might be our scariest episode. That 100% it is. I think it might be. So I'm really glad we're both staying by ourselves tonight. That was a really good idea. Yeah, it's so fun. My God. Love that for us. Oh, God, I'm too scared now. I know. <laughs> I'm going to watch everything everywhere at once. That's what I'm going to do tonight. Brand new film. I'm going to watch Superstore. That's my like comfort show. It's funny. I'm going to have all the lights on. If you're listening to this, get your lights on. I hope you're listening to this in daytime. We're not. We didn't think this through. No. But thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for listening, guys. We see you. Thank you for downloading. We, we love you guys. You love you. Thanks, and we, love, we love doing this despite the fact that um, my nerves are shot. <laughs> Thanks, Olivia. Sorry, I didn't mean to be this scary. It's okay. Lauren, you're rated. I didn't mean it. Actually, so scared. Easy. I'm in my first spooky ass house tonight as well. Go and get a crystal. I don't even have a good white crystal. I've only got rose quartz for finding love. Rub it around you. Oh, well, I'm gonna, I'll have a shower and I'll put the like the quartz in the shower and just have it drench my breasts. We are fine. We do not subscribe to any darkness. We are in the light. We are. 100%. 100%. If you want to stay in the light with us, go and follow us on Instagram. At Is This Place Haunted Podcast. That's our Patreon as well. If you want to go and subscribe there. For- Four extra episodes a month for three pets. True. And we we talk candidly on that. Very. <laughs> this week. This I think the most unhinged. <laughs> so go and listen there. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Sleep with the light on tonight, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.